Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Olivia Perez, and welcome back to the Friend of a Friend podcast, a show where I get to play hostess, introduce you to a new friend, and get a weekly dose of inspiration. As you guys know, I am a massive fashion lover, so I'm so excited about today's guest because we get the chance to talk to somebody who not only lives and breathes fashion from an executive business level, but also someone who has been raised in it. Today, we're talking to James Ferragamo. He's the grandson of Salvatore Ferragamo, who's the founder of the iconic brand. Something I have been really interested in lately, especially as someone who's not only in the industry, but also someone who loves to watch brands grow and evolve, is this moment that we're in right now. From fashion families like the Arnaud's at LVMH, or even brands like Guess and Missoni, we're at a point where the tide is shifting, and the next generation of family-owned fashion houses are beginning to bring the input of the next generation into these heritage brands. And James is an impeccable example of this. As the first third-generation Ferragamo to be leading the business into its third generation of success, James has one focus, sustainability. And that rings really true to the core issue and values that the fashion industry is facing today. The brand recently declared that their shipping department is carbon neutral, but that's just the start. They just released their first upcycled collection, the Ferragamo Icon Up. It's a pair of shoes in three colorways that are completely made from archival Ferragamo fabrics and silhouettes. The collection is available exclusively at Farfetch with only 300 pairs made. I'm so honored to be talking to Mr. Ferragamo today, all the way from Florence, because his insights on the fashion industry and how to evolve are unparalleled. I loved hearing how he's causing some good trouble, especially at a heritage brand, and what it really means to go into a place, shake things up, stay relevant, and be a part of an ever-changing industry. If you're someone that works at a company right now, and this might sound familiar with some roadblocks, there are definitely some good tidbits of advice in here for you to do the same. I hope you guys love the episode. If you haven't followed the show yet and you find yourself coming back, take the time to follow us and leave us a review. Thank you so much to the two people that left us reviews last week, especially the person that said that I make their Mondays. I'm glad that I can bring a little bit of sunshine to all of your days. I'm at Liv Perez on Instagram. You can follow me for some behind the scenes content. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Have an incredible week ahead. Here's my friend, James Ferragamo. Hi, James. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Lovely to be here. Of course. As you know, I am a huge fashion lover, and I'm sure so many people listening are too. So it's a real honor to have you today, and I'm so excited to chat. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for inviting me. And uh, so I can talk a little bit about Fragamo and our latest uh, project that we just brought forward. And so thank you so much. I have to ask, where are you calling in from? I'm calling from Florence. Yeah, we're we're feeling extremely jealous today. <laughs> if you want to swap, <laughs> swap places anytime, let me know. Calling in from West Hollywood. <laughs> I think I think you'd enjoy it here. And I think I'd really love Florence. <laughs> I think we should do that. I mean, we can definitely swap at one point. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm really excited to talk to you today for a ton of reasons. Obviously, your latest initiative, which is so exciting. But you are someone who has been a part of the fashion industry, not just from a high-level business position, but also someone who's been in it from an early age. So I would love to hear a few anecdotes of your upbringing growing up in such a fashion-centered family. It's, uh, it's always been about living in a, in a, with such an amazing history and my, my lack of having, was born next to, I was born in, uh, in Fiesole and I always lived next to my grandmother and she was an amazing inspiration for all, all of us. I mean, what she was able to do and how she was able to bring forward the company after the passing of my grandfather, which unfortunately I never met. He passed away in, in 1960, so that was about 11 years before I was born. And so she was always there, you know, ready to bring forward the, the dream of her husband with her, uh, her sons and daughters. And me, part of the third generation, at a very early age, was put in, uh, in, uh, in production, learning how to put the shoes in the boxes with my twin brother, Salvatore. And it was actually quite funny. At the beginning, we were very young. I mean, uh, we were at nine years old and we were putting the wrong shoes inside the boxes so sometimes <laughs> they would get two rights and two lefts inside each box which was not ideal of course for the sales associates i love that that must have been such an incredible way to grow up and be so integrated in the brand from such an early age and you brought up your grandmother and i learned that you used to go there and make shoes with her and i was wondering if you could remember what the first thing was that you ever made well, yeah, the first shoe that I made was this uh, shoe that we still have today. It's very iconic. It's called the Vada. And I made this pair of shoes for her. For her, We worked on the production line and at the age of 12. Uh, I was uh, promoted from putting shoes in the boxes to the production line and learned how to make a pair of shoes from, from nothing. And that was, that was great. You know, experience of really being able to do something with your hands was, uh, was fantastic. And uh, she was really happy to receive a, a brand new pair of shoes that she actually never wore. She kept them there as something that her grandson did for her, which I was very proud of. Wow. Where did she keep them? She had it on a, on a mantelpiece. She, she kept this uh, the Vara shoe that I had made for her, which was, was really great. Wow. That's incredible. The Vara shoe is an iconic Ferragamo shoe today. To know that you made that at such a young age, it's like a, a Ferragamo prodigy. That stands the test of time. And I mean, it's yeah. such an icon for the brand. And uh, still today, it's, it's something which is uh, really a, a heritage of the brand and and that's something that really expresses that concept of the perfect shoe with the perfect fit. It's something that we, we always strive for. It's really get that product, which is uh, of utmost quality, comfort, and fashion at the same time. So I did not grow up going to my grandmother's factory of one of the most incredible fashion brands in the world. But I would assume that the Ferragamo family has some incredible traditions. And I would love to hear if there was one that you could share that maybe people don't know about. Well, many, many, uh, many traditions. And my grandmother, as I was saying earlier on, was such a, a, a pivotal person in my, in my growing up. And her approach in being extremely relentless. She, 
She was a woman in 1960, which uh, had lost the create person that she loved dearly, and that was the life of the of the company. And uh, you know, sat in his office at the age of 38. It was a quite a big age gap between the uh, between them, and uh, said, you know, I have uh, kids of two to 17, and I'm going to make this work. And so that concept of determination and never giving up. It's something that for me, it's, it's always been a, 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 a real example. And so sometimes you have those difficult days and then you always find your way to, to pick yourself up and, and move on. That's a good family trait to have. I love that. And you guys have a really big family, right? Very big family. Yeah. I, have to tell, I have to tell you something which is really quite incredible. Unfortunately, she passed away. Uh, about three years ago, and she was that. just a couple of years before she passed away. She gave everybody, all the, all the, all the nephews, so all, all the forty kids that the twenty-three cousins of mine. So we're totally we're ninety, so we're really big numbers here. Yeah. And uh, she gave them all this doll, which had a weight in the bottom, and so that she was showing them, and we have this video. And so the doll actually would fall over, and so sometimes you go off your your path, but then it goes back straight. So it's it was a symbol of how sometimes it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to make mistakes, but just remember that you can always stand up and start over again. And it was such a symbolic thing that she was able to give us. That's, that's what she was about. She was really about giving some important lessons in life. To that's her, so to the beautiful. Young ones, which they very much appreciate. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I, I, I love hearing that you're from a family that really, I feel like uh, symbolic items to you guys mean a lot based on what you've just told me and the shoes on the mantle. That's a really beautiful thing to have within your family. It's like family heirlooms. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Fast forward to today, you are the brand product and community communications director for the brand. I would love to hear in your experience within that role, what you feel has been the biggest accomplishment yet. Well, it, it's really been quite a quite a journey. I mean, it's, it, we're in a moment where uh, we're coming out of this difficult pandemic moment, and there's a real revamp, and we see the the opportunities that are uh, you know lying uh, in front of us after this uh, difficult moment that we've passed. And first on the list is sustainability. And so, how do we enhance our sustainable offer, and uh, how do we do this also in a in a really true and amazing way? And uh, how do we do this also with a cross-functional working team in discovering different ways of bringing forward the concept of inclusion, of, of alternative and, and generic circular materials into, into the collection. And so there are many different aspects that we, that we are uh, striving in bringing into the, into the collection and uh, in, in, the, in the work teams. Another accomplishment, obviously, that we're here to talk about today is the Ferragamo New Icon Up Collection, which is your first sustainable collection. I would love to hear as someone who works for such an incredible heritage brand, you know, it's no surprise to me that as the first third generation Ferragamo to be ushering the brand into a third generation of success, that that sustainability is at the core of what you're wanting to do. It really is such a big focus, such a big issue that I feel like the fashion community is facing today. And I'd love to hear how the conversation of sustainability became an integral part of the mission at the brand. Well, greatly like you were saying, it's, it's always been about, about sustainability. And it's always been, in my, for my grandfather, a question of making shoes that come from concept of, of a material that you would not consider into something that could become a, a beautiful shoe. One 
of many examples is the is uh, his uh, wedges that he created in the 1930s using a material such as cork, which at the moment was not a fashion statement, but he made it into a fashion statement and he made it such an, a beautiful material that he never covered that up. He always wanted to keep the, the cork visible because he appreciated the, the beauty of the, the natural materials. And, and that's just one of many different examples that he, he made. He made a shoe in 1947, which was made out of uh, a fishing line. He, he has this amazing headquarters where, 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 where I am today here in Florence that looks right over the River Arno. And he saw this man fishing and he says, well, I'm going to make a shoe out of the fishing line. And he won the Neiman Marcus Award, which was an Oscar of fashion back in 1947 for this incredible um, creation that he had made. So the, the concept of using materials that are sustainable has always been paramount for us. So for, fast forwarding to today, it is, it, it, it's really part of our business strategy to make sure that we can find different ways of and researching and bringing back materials that can have or a second life or can be upcycled. And so we have different materials such as organic cotton, recycled in silk, recycled also in the nylon, and uh, a regeneration of many different materials that we put into the collection every, every season. And so the Icon Up collection is, is, is a concept of really bringing a final product that then we are able to then uh, reconstruct and reestablish in the collection as a, as a, as a new part of the, of, the, of the creativity of the collection. We'll be right back after a quick break. You'd be hard pressed to find someone that doesn't have a complaint about their skin. From breakouts to discoloration, we've all been there but finding the solution to what your skin needs can be challenging and pretty expensive, which is why I love today's sponsor, The Inky List. They'll give you glowing skin, reduced fine lines and wrinkles, or banish breakouts by giving you simple answers on the right ingredients for your skin. Founded in 2018, The Inky List was born from a belief that better knowledge powers better decisions. They believe that knowledge powers change, not only in skincare, but when it comes to people on the planet too. The Inky List wants to encourage you to make changes to your skincare with access to clear and simple pieces of knowledge through their Ask Inky service, a service where you can learn more about your skin so you can get the results you want. What I love most about it is that they're extremely transparent about the fact that not all ingredients will work for everyone. Skincare is a journey, but they're on that journey with us and no question or issue is off limits. If there's one product I can recommend right now, it's their caffeine eye cream. I'm just coming off fashion month and I thought nothing could save me, but let me tell you, it's the most valuable tool in my toolkit. You guys can visit the recipe builder on theinkylist.com to create your personalized routine and find the right ingredients for your skin. It's that time of year again where my hair goes completely flat. The static is in abundance and my hair and ends really just need that extra love. Can you relate? Because this season, we're not going to let the cold winter weather leave our locks dry and brittle which is why I can't recommend Waze Leave-In Conditioner enough. It's your new hydration hero that will condition, detangle, and leave your hair smooth, shiny, and manageable. Here's how I use it. I've been trying to wash my hair twice a week, especially in the winter months. It really helps to maintain that moisture in my hair. So every time I get out of the shower, I want to give my hair a little bit of that extra boost by spraying a few sprays on my ends while wet and brushing it through. I also love to use it right before I style my hair because there's heat protection up to 450 degrees. Also, it's color safe and cruelty-free, which we all love. 
And for those in-between days where you're not washing your hair, it's scented with North Bondi, a floral fragrance with notes of bergamot, violet, and white musk. Basically, it's become my go-to everyday hair saver. So let's all say goodbye to frizz, tangles, flyaways, and breakage for all hair types and have moisturized, gorgeous hair all season long. Go to theway.com and use code FRIEND to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com using code FRIEND for 15% off your entire purchase. Now let's get back to the show. I love this new collection. It's so cute. So beautiful. The really iconic Ferragamo shoe, but it is the first upcycled collection you guys have ever done. It's one shoe in three different styles, three different colorways. I would love to hear how the idea of doing an upcycled collection came together. Obviously, it's something that you guys haven't done in the past. It's very specific, reusing old archival silhouettes and prints. I would love to hear how that conversation began for this collection. Well, we took some of our iconic uh, shoes, Vara, and uh, it's more, which is a shoe that was mentioned earlier of 1978. And then its recent addition that was introduced in 2008, which was the Barina, so it's a flat, flat version of that shoe. We, we recreated that shoe. So we had some leftover styles and we took those styles that, that, were, that were not sold and so we started by creating the vara. So we, we put the ornament of the vara shoe. We had some uh, ties that were part of the collection and some silk that we then used to make the bow onto the vara shoe. We used also, the, instead of making the, the regular packaging of the dust bag, we made a dust bag that had a multifunctional aspect on it. So it can also be used as a backpack and uh, was done with the vibrant colors of our foulards. So really it's something that it was not, it's not just about a shoe, but it's a, an entire packaging that went around it. I love that. 360. We're launching this now with, with Farfetch. Yes. And there are only 300 pairs that are going to be released, right? Yes. This is the first, first experiment and definitely not the last. Well, I think it's amazing because I think we look at sustainability as a whole in the entire industry right now. We look at overconsumption. We look at using materials and resources that are wasteful. And this really, for such a high fashion heritage brand to be innovating like this is such an incredible thing. And I think really is an example for so many other brands of what they should be doing with the way that they create. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Today being responsible and really understanding that we have a, an obligation in how we create propositions in a, in a more responsible way. So it, it's really essential that what we do uh, has a concept of uh, circularity and uh, understand how do we can, can we resolve that biggest challenge in our industry today, which uh, for products like ours, a concept of upcycling is definitely a very interesting uh, proposition. Something that I really love that you guys also released this year was your website, Sustainable Thinking. And I think it's one thing to create a product that is emblematic of sustainability and really puts forth the effort to show that a big brand really cares. But I think there's a different side of that when you're actually putting together a platform with notable, thoughtful voices that are contributing to the conversation and providing real scientific, science-backed information about what you guys are doing as a brand. So that website launched earlier this year in April. I would love if you could tell our listeners a little, about, a little bit about what the platform is. So yes, the platform is, we have a, 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 if you go to our website, we have a, 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 a connection, it's called Sustainable Thinking. 
And it's all about uh, talking about sustainability. We have an internal team within our, our uh, Florence uh, headquarters that, and also in collaboration also with the different regions that thinks about sustainability and uh, how do we drive sustainability throughout everything that we do. And, and is dedicated in creating a various project in a responsible process in the material and, and related uh, reports. And so we launched this, this platform, really trying to enrich the culture and the true passion and, and transparency of, of sustainability, really on all the elements that are not just about the product, but also about uh, the work environment and everything that it's, uh, of course, of, of paramount importance to, to, to the way that we will remain sustainable uh, for the future. And we have different the spokespeople that we have in our, in our team, also external team. So uh, Shia Bastia, which is a, a young climate crisis focused person that is really giving us a lot of support also in bringing uh, awareness of certain issues through our platform. Alice uh, Ad, also a, a fantastic documentary photographer and a filmmaker, also an activist in terms of presenting also the, the current scenario and, and creating that awareness. And uh, Aditi uh, Mayar, which is also about the sustainability in fashion, uh, fashion blogger, and, and uh, the labor rights and, and activists so is also providing information of uh, that aspects and, uh, and a speaker which is creating uh, uh, awareness on this part. And of course, last but definitely not least, uh, Sarah Mauer, which is a, an amazing journalist and author and who is putting the lenses on the social and economical and cultural changes that we need to face for the future. I love that you brought on this collective of incredibly thoughtful, but also 360 well-rounded group of women to come on and consult on these issues for the brand. I think it's an, ama it's an amazing thing that I don't see a lot of brands doing, having these liaisons who are in different pockets of sustainability, being able to contribute and pretty much sign off on what it is that you guys are doing and to make sure that you're really making an impact. I think it's, it's incredible. How did you go about identifying the right people for that? Well, it was trying to find a way to really remain uh, true to really what is our uh, our brand and our uh, philosophy, but then also finding uh, the, the right support in uh, who actually had the same interest as us and that would uh, help us in, in creating that awareness. And uh, if you go onto our, onto our website, you see all the different, uh, not only products that we've launched and the different initiatives that we've done, but also the awareness that we create through different um, initiatives that have a chance of really speaking about some very important issues. I love that. I think it's an incredible platform. I see a couple other brands starting to advocate for that transparency. I would love to hear from the Ferragamo perspective why you think it's important that platforms like this exist for the sake of change in fashion, because it really is this area where you can learn, there's data, it's science-backed. And I think that that's really what fashion needs. We need to see the back end of things. We need to see how things are made. We need to understand where our clothing is coming from and how these brands are impacting climate change. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's, it's a question of understanding how do you remain relevant? That's right. the amazing uh, uh, thing about fashion. It, it's, it changes all the time. And success just means that you need to then find the next new successful uh, trend and, and direction. And there's always a new challenge that comes up. And so what was uh, good in the past is uh, it's a fantastic part of your heritage. 
but you need to be modern and think forward for the challenges that that lay ahead in in the future. And so how do you balance that philosophy of the brand, but contemporary and future uh, forward-looking approach to what is uh, what are the, some of the biggest uh, challenges and and needs that will come through innovation in how you, your proposition is uh, created for the future. And so craftsmanship, which is definitely at the foundations of what we do, is something which is always taking a, a, a change and, and an innovation approach in bringing uh, a proposition which really looks at what is relevant for the for the customer, really for tomorrow. We'll be right back after a quick break. When was the last time that you felt like you were in a space safe enough to talk about anything on your mind? After the past year, there's nothing that I value more than spaces like that. Whether it's getting something out of my head so that I can manifest it into reality or maybe confront something that I'm dealing with or maybe something that I don't love so much about myself. Creating that space to talk openly with somebody and just be heard has been imperative to me over the past few years, which is why I'm really excited to introduce you guys to BetterHelp. It's a digital platform that assesses your needs and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. What I love most about it is you connect in a safe and private environment online. It's so convenient, I never have to leave my couch. I don't really see it as a crisis line or even self-help in a way. It's professional counseling done securely online, all without having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room or worry about maybe running into someone you know. In fact, you guys can start communicating with a therapist in under 48 hours from right now. BetterHelp is really committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it so easy to meet someone and they make it free to change your counselor if you need at any time. I really love that I can message my counselor at any time of the day as well. I get timely and thoughtful responses and I can also schedule weekly video or phone sessions. It's confidential and they cover a range of topics from depression to trauma, family conflicts, and so much more. The best part It is way more affordable than traditional offline therapy. And since it's digital, they can service you worldwide. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp. They're actively recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you guys to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash friend. And you'll be joining over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health too. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash friend. Now let's get back to the show. As someone who loves fashion from a business level too, I'm always interested in seeing how brands are growing and evolving. There was something that in your mission statement on the website really struck me. And it said, heritage is our renewable energy. And to me, there's such a contrast there, but there's also so much to be said about being an iconic fashion house that has existed for decades and what that means to constantly stay relevant and innovate. You're someone that is shepherding in that new era of what it means to stay relevant in fashion and continue to evolve. So I would love to hear how you guys are staying true to such an iconic brand, but you're constantly ushering innovation because I could imagine that that could be a challenging thing sometimes and roadblocks, processes. There's so much there in a brand that's been around for so long. So what has that been like for you to say, hey, we need to change. This is how we stay relevant. This is how we continue to attract an evolving consumer. Well, I, absolutely. It's, it's, I, I often say sometimes you have to watch out when you have too much success because you rely on that. And the times have to uh, adapt and they, sometimes they adapt and they won't adapt to you. You have to adapt to them. And so 
sometimes it's important not to remain fixated on what actually worked in the past, and but understand how do you modernize that and how do you move forward. And so we are always looking in new ways in bringing uh, the modernity and different proposition in going forward and keeping that concept today of sustainability, which is something which is uh, paramount and, and throughout everything that we're doing. And, and also through the fashion pack, we adhere to many, many rules that we and many objectives and targets that we need to reach. So one of them, for example, is reduced emission by 42% in the next few years. I mean, I, I think it's 2025. So it's, it's really around the corner. And how do we find ways to reach that? And so we're even changing all the cars that we have in Italy to be electric cars so that at the end, there's no, we're not missing doing less emission. And so many different solutions around which are making you think in a different way in making sure that what you're doing is sustainable, doing products that are upcycling and Understanding how do you make something which is uh, was valid yesterday newer new again today, and uh, and I think that's a, such a relevant element in fashion. I mean, if you consider also everything that is uh, coming back from in the vintage market and the rent reuse, it, it's such a trend because there's, there's true value in those products. A piece of advice that I always hear when it comes to bringing something new to a place, especially when it comes to sustainability is that it's not about breaking down the entire foundation. It's more about how can you identify those little things within the brand or wherever it is that make a small difference. And I love to hear even the idea of changing to electric cars. It's not completely changing the structure of the brand, but it's a one thing that you can target that will make a difference and eventually climb the mountain to getting to a place where you are carbon neutral. So that's something I always love to hear. And I feel like that's such a great piece of advice for, you know, anybody listening right now that maybe is entering a job where there are so many structures and there's process and management issues and being able to say, hey, like, I'm not asking to change the entire company here, but here's one small change that we can do for the sake of the future. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Right now, I feel like we're in a time where fashion is exciting. It's innovating. It's we're definitely, I think, at a time where the tide is changing. I would love to hear from your perspective what you're excited about in fashion right now. We're definitely in a moment that you're saying, Olivia, we're coming out of a, of a moment which has been extremely challenging, living at home and having to do smart work or trying to find solutions around a, a very, very complicated moment. And so currently we have a new collection for the holiday, which is really celebrating the the, the, the first real getting together since last year was a little bit more uh, complicated. And so that, that ability of really celebrating the holiday period and uh, with cheering on the togetherness, which is something which is really important. Then, of course, as we mentioned sustainability, we are also launching a new line, which is a capsule collection, completely sustainable, both for men and women, uh, focused from shoes, but it's not just shoes, it's also more active wear, also in a sportswear uh, garment. And so that's going to be at the beginning of the year. And then, of course, we have the new fashion show that is uh, going to be very exciting in February. So we're looking very much forward in preparing also for that part. Well, the Ferragamo Icon Up collection is available exclusively at Farfetch. There are only 300 pairs. So if you're listening right now, I would definitely jump on it because they will sell out very quickly. James, thank you so much for being here today. It was really lovely to get to chat. I am such a fan of the brand and I'm such a fan of its history and all the work that it's doing to change the future. So thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so much. 
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Bs. See you next week.